0: Hey guys, welcome or welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to the Hashtag Real Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Melania. Thank you so much for being here. It really means a lot to me. So today's Monday, July 4th. Happy 4th of July to everyone. I hope everyone has a great day. Um, I'm a little delayed on the episode this week, but I've just been so busy. I worked for like two days straight, which probably seems like nothing, but they were very, very heavy shifts. It felt much longer than that. Like, and I honestly just needed time to recover from that. I had such a bad headache. I was exhausted, especially working now, you know, like during the summer, being in the heat all day definitely isn't easy and it just exhausts you, but it's been a great experience, honestly. And I told you guys like what I do in the last episode, but if you didn't tune into that, which you definitely should, but I work at New York Aquarium as a, as a um, discovery guide, which is basically a volunteer program. And what I do is basically they set us up around these quest stations around the park. And they're like activities for kids at different sections around the park. And I worked Friday, Saturday. And I feel like those are the most busy days of the week. And that's honestly the reason why I chose those two days, because I get to talk to more people because... I feel like you know that's the end of the week the weekends that's when more people come to the aquarium and yeah you get to interact with a lot more people but friday it got extremely extremely busy because it was july 4th especially and they opened like a new exhibit at the aquarium called sea change and there was like a big ceremony and everything so it got so so busy and at one point, I was put at one of the stations alone, and, you know, usually you have, like, other discovery guides with you when you're working at a station. It's not really just one person, but at what at one point, my t- other two co-workers had to leave for their lunch break, so I had to manage the station alone, which is definitely not something I'm used to. But And it was also, like, at one of the busiest areas in the park, like, one of the most popular exhibits in the park. So I probably talked to like over 200 people in the span of 20-30 minutes. So it was definitely a lot of work, not something I'm used to, but I feel like overall this job has taught me a lot so far. It's taught me how to communicate and interact with different kinds of people. I've gained some skills in leadership, and it's definitely humbled me. It has definitely been a humbling experience, that's for sure. I feel like that's true for everyone. Like, when you get your first job as a teenager, whatever it is, like 14, 15, 16 years old, it really, really humbles you. You learn that there's a lot more to life than just sitting at home and watching Netflix and scrolling through TikTok. And especially working shifts like that. Also, I wasn't, like, on my phone all day. So that was really good. Like, I was away from that, like, toxic culture of social media. I wasn't overthinking anything. I wasn't, you know, thinking about that one friendship that ended a year ago and putting all these negative thoughts in my head. Like, working, like, you definitely develop maturity. And as I said, it teaches you that... There's much, much, much more to life. You also learn, you know, like time management skills. You build confidence, responsibility, and you just put yourself out there. And you step out of your comfort zone, which is definitely true for someone like me, who's pretty shy and introverted. Me having this job where I work in such crowded areas with so many people it's definitely a great stepping stone and just like with any job and any part of life you know experience is important obviously like I said especially as a teenager in high school you always want to gain experience like learn about what you like what you don't like try different things because that just helps you in the future you learn if this is something you really want to do in the future because you'll never know without getting that experience and I think that's a great thing, and you can, of course, apply those skills to any and every part of life. So, yeah, that's just a little update on what's been going on in my life since school ended. I feel like it's nice to start every podcast with some background, you know, like tell you guys the current events, what's been happening recently, because I think it'd just be pretty boring and robotic if I just jumped straight into it. I just want to tell you guys, like, the real situation, you know? It's just a lot more natural and raw content, I feel like, you know? So, but yeah, speaking of school ending, now that it's summer, um, today's topic is about high school. Um, I wanted to share my advice to incoming freshmen as someone who just finished sophomore year. You know, I think that after two years, I've gotten... A pretty good gist of high school and I know what it's really like and I'm gonna be a junior in September which is pretty crazy to think about like I do not feel like a junior at all like it feels like just yesterday I graduated middle school and I was excited to go to high school like time is just going by so quick and I'm gonna start college applications in literally a year but yeah it's honestly crazy but I'm also excited you know like I just really hope my junior year goes really well. So yeah, but if you guys think about it, and this is to all of my fellow class of 2024 people, all of my 2006 people, we never really got a real freshman year. Like at the beginning of freshman year, which was like 2020, it was like prime time of the pandemic. So we were in lockdown. I was at home in my room attending Zoom meetings for school just a very bittersweet moment, you know, because like I said, I was very excited to go to high school. But at the same time, I was also very grateful that we were still able to do school like in the st- in the situation we were in. But it wasn't until like halfway into my freshman year where we actually got to do some stuff because then we had like cohorts and we were actually back in school. Barely anyone was there, but when I went, there was probably like 20 people there, maybe less, like in the entire school building, because everyone was doing like hybrid school at the time, and it was basically just coming to school to do virtual school in school instead of at home, if that makes sense. Like, there was practically zero difference, but you just went to join a Zoom meeting there at school instead of joining that Zoom meeting at home, like it's just different locations, you know? like it wasn't different at all but it was still something you know like and I'm just glad that my sophomore year this year was entirely in person because it would have been pretty weird if it was online too like having finished two years of high school online like I wouldn't have had a real year of high school so you know I feel like with this year with my sophomore year I've gathered some lessons and advice that I can say to incoming freshmen. And some of these tips can also apply to like any other grade. So yeah, without further ado, let's get started. So the first category that I wanted to get into is classes. Now, if you're a freshman, you're probably wondering, are classes hard in high school? Going from middle school to high school, is it like a very big change? And my answer to that is I would say for the most part, yes, but it depends on what you take. So in my school, we have the regular core classes and then honors and AP classes. So you can choose which ones you take. In my school, and I think that most, if not all, schools do this, but you have a meeting with your guidance counselor where you do like course selection and. You talk about your schedule they tell you about the variety of ap classes that your school offers but they also make sure that you take all of the required courses so that you can meet your credits and your requirements for graduation so now in my freshman year um i had no ap classes during my freshman year That was mainly for the fact that I had no AP classes available to me because my school doesn't have any APs available to freshmen. But if you are a freshman with AP classes available to you, my advice would be, honestly, I wouldn't really know because during freshman year, I never really took AP classes. I didn't take AP classes until sophomore year this year. But my advice to you would be, Take no more than one, two, in very rare cases. Like, I think one would be enough if you really want to try out the APs. And those should definitely be demanding, like, be less demanding and build on skills for middle school. Like, there's no such thing as an easy AP class. They're college-level classes. But if if you do choose an AP class freshman year, like I said the ones you choose should definitely be less less demanding and build on like your skills from middle school like i think my school used to have like ap human geography or something but i don't even think they do that anymore honestly i personally wouldn't recommend it for a freshman because it's your first year of high school and you want to get accustomed to the environment and While I know some freshmen might want to jump right into it and take all these challenging courses, I say definitely think twice about it because I think that your freshman year should be the year where you learn about yourself, you make new friends, you explore your interests, you create a good schedule. AP classes, in my opinion, are much, much better suited for like sophomores, juniors, seniors, you know, but if you think that AP classes are something you can handle as a freshman go for it by all means go for it but my personal advice would be just take classes that you know will challenge you but at the same time you know you can handle like just know your limits you know I feel like getting an A or getting a good grade in like a regular easy class is way better than failing like an honors or an AP class like Never underestimate AP classes because they are college level classes. The material is challenging. Like, do not underestimate AP classes because they are definitely difficult. Um, and like I said, this past year, this was my first year taking AP classes. So I took two AP classes as a sophomore. I took AP World History and AP Biology, and let me tell you, it was definitely, definitely difficult, especially AP Biology. Like, I know people that take that senior year, but I took it as a sophomore, and it definitely requires a deep level of understanding in science. There's lots of reading, lots of information, and same goes for AP World History. A lot of information, a lot of memorization, writing, so yeah just if you want to take AP classes definitely know your limits on workload even though colleges look for a high school curriculum that challenges a student don't put too much in your schedule if you know that you can't handle the workload because i think that a lot of students they figure out their schedule in freshman year and they see like which paths they want to take for each subject but they kind of get conflicted because they're like, oh, can I handle this class? Or is it gonna take up too much time? And a good thing about AP classes though, one benefit of them is that they boost your GPA and your overall average. So even if you get like a B or an 85, which is still pretty good in my opinion, but that'll average into like a 90, which is great for your GPA and for college, like I said. so you know, just like everything, there's always pros and cons. So I would just say, do your research, do some research on the classes you're going to be putting yourself in, talk to your guidance counselors, and just make sure it doesn't burn you out during the school year and like stress you out too much. And if you do, however, you know, get to that point where you feel like you just can't handle a class anymore, like, this is too much, like, I can't do it anymore, talk to your guidance counselor and drop the class or transfer out of it while you can. Like, and I think most schools allow you to do that, at least my school does. Like, so just definitely keep your eyes open and know what you're getting yourself into. So, (laughs) now my next tip is, and honestly, I wish I heard this earlier, but... Do not go into any class, not even freshman year. Do not go into any class with the mindset of freshman year doesn't count or colleges don't look at freshman year grades. Do not throw away your freshman year just because it's your first year and you can take it easy. Like, you only have four years of high school if you think about it. Like, once the years go like this, you're like wow like i wish i didn't slack off i wish i did good in that class i wish i tried during freshman year so before you enter high school don't slack off like take it seriously i wish i heard that earlier because i've definitely slacked off a bit and there's definitely some classes i wish i would have tried more in but just try your best at all times and i promise you it won't be too bad because Freshman year is like your base layer to your entire high school career. And if you start off with like a low GPA freshman year, it might be very hard to bump that up as the years progress and your coursework gets more challenging, you know. And also, most teachers in high school, they have like office hours or tutoring after school. So take advantage of that. You know, this year as a sophomore, I struggled with math. I was in algebra too. And it's a very fast-paced class. Um, There's a lot of material. So not even just math. This is just an example. But if you're struggling with any class at all, talk to your teacher and definitely take advantage of those office hours because your teachers are there to help you. So take advantage of that. And my last tip for the category of classes is remember that... A letter or a number does not define you and this goes for all grades but school can get so stressful at times and I know that grades have become so important because that's what like one factor that colleges look at when you're like applying and stuff like that but all I can say is as long as you try your best you work hard and you put effort into everything you do you're gonna be okay and Like I said, your classes in high school, they will get harder, they will get faster, and you're probably going to get some lower grades than you're used to. That's just a very real situation. Even if you're like an overachiever where you want all A's, which is definitely me, but there will 100%, 1000% be those tests, quizzes, or assignments where You just don't do the best on, and that's okay. And I learned that after entering high school. Like, because in middle school, I used to have, like, 95s and above on everything. And I think that by the end of eighth grade, I probably had, like... I even had, like, all hundreds except, like, one or two classes. And in those classes, they were, like, 93s or something. But when I was in middle school, if I got, like, an 80% on something, I'd be upset. But now, coming from someone that's about to be a junior... I'd be so, so happy if I got an 80% on something. So yeah, I feel like my standards have changed. So yeah, just be prepared that you won't be able to be perfect on everything. And just remember to take breaks for yourself because it can be so much at times. So just remember to take care of yourself throughout the school year. So. Now we're gonna talk about friends, and I feel like I could talk about this for a whole episode, but, you know, I'll keep it pretty short. So, friends in high school. So, let me just say this, um, first of all, you will most likely not be friends with the people you entered high school with. Just let that sink in for a second, um... And I know it might seem harsh at first, but for whatever reason, you're going to drift away from your friends. That's just the way it is. And those reasons that you guys drift away, it could be, you know, they're toxic or you guys just have different interests, which is very common. But I've gone through a few friendships, a few different friendships for those different reasons. But what you have to realize is that this is the time when everyone's growing up and they're kind of taking their paths in life. They're, finger- they're finding themselves. They're figuring out what they want to do in life, what they're interested in. So it's obviously going to lead to some drifting friendships. And like I said, this has happened to me a few times before. And honestly, at first, it's pretty hard to accept like, why are you not friends with that person anymore? Or you guys drifted away. But eventually you learn that everything happens for a reason. And maybe it was for the best that you guys aren't friends anymore. And I've gone through friendships where we drifted apart because we're just not really interested in the same things. And like, I had this one friend that I was like, super, super close with in middle school, but once we entered high school i got a job and i really discovered my passion for the gym i loved cooking working all of that i had gotten like really into that you know active and like productive lifestyle and that's not something she was really into she was more into you know like art watching movies kind of just staying at home driving around And that's okay, but, you know, I did try inviting her to go to the gym with me because it would have been nice to have a gym buddy, you know? But, yeah, because the gym is, like, literally the love of my life. I really have to make an episode about the gym. I really have to. Like, I've been wanting to do it, but I just haven't gotten to it. But, yeah, like, the gym is literally the love of my life. Like, it's changed my life, and it's just become my greatest passion. But, like I was saying... We tried to go to the gym together. I tried inviting her to come with me. And that was only one time. One time, never happens again, you know? Yeah, I could just tell she wasn't really into it. And at that point, I felt like that connection that we used to have just wasn't really there anymore. Like, it just kind of felt really forced and, like, unnatural. And, of course, like, that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing And I was of course like During that time I was pretty upset I was like what did I do wrong Like why is the friendship so different now Like things aren't like What they used to be How can we get close again But after some time I realized that That's what she likes But I like something different And that's okay because everyone's different So Yeah you know like I said I've gone through friendships where we drifted Because of uncommon interests, and I've also drifted away from people that are very toxic in my life, and I've noticed that they bring more stress into my life than happiness, like, there's just more negative negativity than positivity, and I'm definitely not about that, you know, like, there's always those, like, one-sided friendships where You're always the one texting first, calling first. You're always the one making the plans, initiating contact. It's basically when one side is putting in pretty much all of the effort into being friends. And I've noticed that those people only contact you when they need something from you. And they only talk to you when it's convenient for them. And... It's, let me tell you, it's not even a conversation. It is not a conversation. They're just responding. That's literally what it is. It's not a conversation. All they're doing is responding. And friendships like that are very damaging, exhausting, and toxic. Like, those people are not, not your friends. You know, a friendship, it's a two-way street. It's a two-way street because both people have to put in equal time and effort into the friendship. Otherwise, it's not a friendship. Like, true true friends are people that will come into your life and that will stick to the friendship, no matter the, you know, the distance, the situation, or how busy your lives can get. So it has to be mutual effort. It just has to be mutual And if it's not, then that's not a friendship. That person is not your friend. Simple as that. And if this sounds familiar to you, or if you're someone that's going through this now, if you find yourself doing all the work and you're giving more than you're receiving, my advice to you would be, and I've personally been through this kind of situation many, many times, but my advice to you would be, considering that, they're not busy or they're not going through something at the moment, I think what you should do is first, before you do anything, always communicate your feelings to them. Always tell them how you feel about the situation. And if nothing changes after that, stop putting in the effort. Just stop putting in effort and see what happens. And if they still don't care that the space between you two gets larger, they don't care that you guys aren't talking, cut them off. Because just remember that, you know, every day they wake up and they make a conscious decision to leave you out of their life. They make a conscious decision to leave you out because they wake up and they choose to maintain the silence between you guys. So I think that in itself, is powerful closure. Like, that is all the closure you need. That's just the universe telling you it's time to let that person go because they don't deserve you. And, you know, it's funny because I'll tell you guys a story. So, I had this one friend that we were, like, decently close. We talked sometimes. We hung out sometimes. But... I at like one point I definitely felt that our friendship was pretty one-sided. Like I could tell she wasn't really into it, wasn't really that interested in it, you know. So I was always the one to reach out first, always always the one to text first, call first. I would never hear from her unless I made a move first. So, you know, one day I thought to myself, what am I doing? Like, why am I wasting my time on this person? So what I did was I just decided to stop texting her. And now let me tell you, we have not spoken in almost two years, literally two years. So there you go. That's all the closure you need. And yeah, so, you know, you're going to find different people in high school and it's okay. You don't have to stick with the same friends from when you enter high school so now the other big question is how do you make friends in high school and honestly there are so many opportunities and I've personally found that the biggest one is social events like sports school clubs fundraisers just like a bunch of events that the school holds and that you know a lot of people will be going to especially in like clubs, like there's so many you can join and choosing like clubs or teams that relate to things you're interested in. So for example, I joined the journey to health club. And since we all really like health and we have the passion for it, we're interested in it. We can like branch off into conversation topics. And I could tell them about how I like the gym, how I like cooking and all that. And I just create connections and bonds from that. So you can make a lot of new friends there. And I just think that in general, finding places where you can socialize and hang out with other people, there are ways to meet new people. But you can also, of course, meet people in just any way being at school. So if you, for example, have a new seat partner, and you've never talked to them before introduce yourself you know get to know them see if they're a person you vibe with or if you see someone sitting alone at lunch go up to them be like hey my name is blah 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 and i don't know There are just there's so many conversation starters and i think that if you just put yourself out there you can meet so many great people during high school so yeah Definitely be open to meeting new people because it makes high school and it just makes the whole, like, experience much more fun, much more bearable, and it really helps you create lasting memories. And I know it may sound scary, like, meeting new people at first, but as a freshman, especially, like, other people are probably in the same boat as you. Like, they're all trying to meet new people and get used to the environment, so again, you know, just try putting yourself out there and find people who make you happy and people that you want to hang out with. And I do want to add, though, like, the toxicity of high school people because you guys will definitely learn that people in high school can be so brutal. Like, they can be toxic and rude, and it's just not a fun scene. But my biggest tip would be to just stay out of drama as much as possible, which might be hard because, like, drama is literally inevitable, like it's usually going to happen. But what I'm saying is don't do things to purposely get yourself in a situation like that. So if, for example, this person and this person are fighting about something, don't talk about it. Don't gossip about it. Don't spread more rumors on it or insert yourself in it some way. Just like let those people deal with it because it's their problem and you can just let it pass. However, if you are somehow caught up like in the middle of drama, my biggest advice to you would be be the bigger person, literally be the bigger person. Like this goes for anything, but, you know, just it doesn't just have to be, you know, freshmen in school getting into fights like it could literally be a fight with your sibling or something. But just be the bigger person like communication is key. So if you're fighting with someone, try to get on the same page as them and talk about it. Like, you don't have to hold a grudge or give them the silent treatment as the solution to the problem. Like, no one has time to beef with everyone. So just be kind and try to stay out of drama. So yeah, but... Now, the last category I wanted to talk about is organization. Now, high school... Can be very stressful. It can get very hectic, um, especially if, if you have like a lot going on. You're taking hard classes, and then if you have like a sport or other extracurriculars on top of that, like your schedule might be jam packed. So, my advice for organization is to find a system that works for you, and that will like keep you on top of things whether it's a planner that you write everything down, like your school assignments, your tests that are due, your sport practices, just having a place where you can write down everything so that you don't forget it. And this can also be like the notes app on your phone. That works for me a lot too, like just like typing it out real quick or making to-do lists every day. For me, all these work, you know, having a planner, the notes app on your phone or making to-do lists, like, I use these things all the time, but as long as I, like, write it down or type it out somewhere, like, all the things that I have to get done, I will most likely not forget it, and it will also motivate me to finish them, and speaking about motivation, it can definitely be difficult to balance school and your personal life, let me tell you that, like, especially once you get into high school, you kind of realize that, like, both your both school and your personal life both of those like demand your constant attention and having all these things that you have to do having all these things that you have to take care of you can become easily stressed and burnt out and just lose motivation quickly like during freshman year especially with my school year being virtual i lost a lot of motivation to do schoolwork and actually try to learn and to understand the material because obviously I wasn't in that real high school environment. I wasn't around other people. So I feel like with a greater workload and more difficult courses, it can be easy to get behind and get easily unmotivated and disorganized. So just create good study habits. Don't skip class. Do not skip class. Let me tell you that. Just do not because I'm gonna be honest, at the beginning of this year, as a sophomore, I definitely skipped class a lot. (laughs) Mostly in the beginning, mainly because I was so unmotivated and I just had no desire to go to class or do any work. And like I said, freshman year was fully virtual for me and also my eighth grade year got cut short because of COVID. So you could say I haven't been in a real school building setting for like 18 months. So just jumping back straight into the, you know, five days a week in-person school schedule as a sophomore was definitely a lot to handle, especially it being my first year in a new school and my also my first year taking those, like, AP classes. So I definitely lost motivation very easily in the beginning, and I skipped class a lot, but later i realized it's not worth it like your parents will find out your teachers will notice it and let me tell you it is very hard to stop skipping class once you figure out how easy it is like you realize how easy it is to skip class and just not go like it's so easy but just don't do it because you're just hurting yourself you're gonna miss valuable information You're going to get behind on the classwork. You're going to end up doing bad on the tests like I did. And honestly, that whole phase of like skipping class happened to me during my first semester. I got my first ever C on my transcript, which was a big thing for me because I've been a straight A student my entire life. But second semester, I definitely got settled in. I opened up communication with my teachers I established a good routine and I stopped skipping class, you know? My grades were much, much better second semester. So just always be prepared for class, do the homework, study for the tests and attend class regularly because it matters, it really does because at the end of the day, it's your education, your future. You're only gonna end up hurting yourself, you know? Like I said, the only person being affected is you. Your success is up to you, and don't be afraid to ask questions or ask for help, and also like forming good relationships with your teachers is great, and that also helps a lot with motivation and wanting to come to class, wanting to do well, so, and also, you'll know who to ask for college recommendations later on, so, you know, having good student-teacher relationships is also great, so. On that note, you know, this is probably a ton of information being thrown at you, but what I really want you guys to take away from this is, you know, high school is a big change. It's a very big change. It can be a great transition for a lot of people, but it might take some time for you to adjust. So just stay patient. Don't go into school with a negative mindset. School can be okay if you make it okay. Like it's always what you make of it. And Try to enjoy yourself and make those four years memorable because they will go by fast. I'm already 50% done with high school. Two years down, two more to go. So they will go by fast. Just get involved, you know, go to school events, meet and talk to as many people as you can. It makes you feel a lot more welcome and connected to your school environment. And you never know, you know, some of those people you meet in high school, they can be lifelong friendships. So just have fun while, of course, staying focused, keep up with your schoolwork, pay attention in class, don't skip class, (laughs) try to get good grades. But don't burn yourself out to the point where you don't have a social life or you lose sleep or can't do the things you love. because obviously school is a priority, but your social like your social life and your mental health matters just as much, if not more. So just find a balance with school and find a balance with school in your personal life. So try to enjoy yourself while also staying focused on your academics. So for all of you out there who are listening, who are incoming freshmen, good luck to you. You guys are gonna have so much fun in high school. I've learned a lot these past two years and I personally like it a lot more than middle school so yeah and if you guys have any more questions or any feedback of any sort feel free to dm me on instagram it'll be down below as always and remember to follow my tiktok all of my like social media things will be down below they're always down below in the description so yeah thank you guys so much for listening and i hope everyone has a beautiful day and i'll talk to you guys soon bye